ball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the home. My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the pick and roll. I like the give and go. Cause it's basketball. Or Mr. Kirch's Alrighty, we are back. We have, what is it, week 11 college basketball? Uh, yep, correct. Week 11. What a fucking week. I mean, this is just absolutely unbelievable what's all going down. I mean, we're obviously going to go over everything because that's what we do here. Uh, I mean, seven of the top ten teams from two weeks ago in the AP poll now have lost to, like, a team. They, they've either lost or they've lost more than once. Like, seven of those top ten. That's unbelievable. But, I mean, I guess we can start off with our AP polls. Now, my AP poll, the amount of honorable mentions I have is insane. But, I mean, this is just what I came down to. And there's obviously tons of room for argument. So, I guess we'll just see how this goes. But, one, have Auburn. I was going to put Gonzaga at one because if Auburn loses, Gonzaga is – Get it out of the way. Yeah, I mean – yeah. Yeah, exactly. But three, Arizona. I kept Baylor at four. Then I have Purdue, Kansas, Kentucky, UCLA, Illinois at nine, and LSU at ten. Yeah, I don't mind that uh, Illinois one. They're playing really well. It's just they just lost at home to Purdue. I thought that was kind of – it's tough. I mean, it was a good game. I don't really take anything away from either of them in that game other than, like, it's a good win for Purdue, but – Tough one for Illinois, but yeah, no, that's not. I don't hate that. Yeah, we're yeah, getting into that Purdue game too, and I have a lot to say. Yeah, about we'll that, talk about so. it. Yeah, yeah, that was the only thing I was questioning, but I can see how you have them in there. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll go mine. I have obviously Auburn one, and I heard a thing about Auburn and the AP. Some guy, the reason they didn't, they're not number one overall, is because it said they got four points away from being number one because somebody put them at nine. <laughs> That's stupid fish. So that's why they are number two. Some single voter put them at nine. That it was the same it. exact guy that put Georgia at two. Probably that's exactly two. what I was going to say. <laughs> so anyways, I got Auburn, Gonzaga, Houston, three. Uh, that's kind of a different one. Uh, Arizona, four. Baylor, five. Kansas, six. Kentucky, seven. Villanova, I love Villanova now. Eight. Purdue, nine. And Wisconsin, ten. So, I mean – Houston's not even my top 10. Here's the I, thing. With, I'll tell you why Houston. Ahead, yeah. They've played the last six games without Sasser and the last 11 without uh, Tremont Mark, who are two starting guards. And then a, another thing, they have two other scholarship players that are also hurt right now. So they're playing with very limited guys. and They're still beating everyone by they, – they had four scholarship players out. Uh, three starters against South Florida, and they beat them by 20. I know it's South Florida, but still. And they beat, still beat Wichita State, Oklahoma State. I mean, they have good wins, and they're all hurt. So, I mean, that's why I like them so much. See, I didn't know that they were playing with Band-Aids because I oh, honestly – They're super injured. Like, I bad. haven't even watched them play since Alabama, and ever since they played, they're literally scraping the bottom of the bowl right now. Like, all these teams are terrible. The only – so – I did, yeah, like I said, I didn't know that all the guys were out. That's why when I look at their schedule and they're barely beating these, 
irrelevant teams. That's why I didn't have my top 10. But, yeah, once you said that, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, no, I, I did want to, like, after I said it, I did want to explain it, obviously, because I knew I'd get something about it. And, like, the Villanova, they're playing, like, the best ever they've ever played right now. I know right now is tough, their game, but going into this game, they were winning, beating everyone by, like, 30. No, yeah. Yeah, they you're uh, they have totally... six great big East wins. Yeah, they're <laughs> at five right now, but so yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's all. Yeah, yeah I was gonna like help you out with I'm Houston one day too because Houston they they're top fifteen in both like um, efficiencies in offense and defense on Ken Palm. So I mean, they're still like playing out playing... really good, and they're yeah. in my top ten too. Yeah, and like people are talking about uh, Houston, like SMU maybe winning that conference. I'm like, I don't think – obviously, SMU is a pretty good team, but as long as Houston's playing – they're winning without their guys, so I'm not even worried once I get them back. Um, yeah, so we go on to Logan's list. Yeah. Yep. All right, so mine – I have um, I have Auburn at one, Gonzaga at two. I almost put Gonzaga at one after they put up 115 on BYU. I thought that was pretty damn impressive, or 110. And then I have Baylor at three. Arizona at four, Kansas at five, Purdue at six, Houston at seven, Duke at eight, Villanova at nine, Kentucky at ten. I mean, I understand why you keep Duke in the top ten. I kicked them out. I, I just got I did too. I got two bad losses. Yeah, I said I'm leaving them out. And like, I think I couldn't remember. Joe, did you have Wisconsin or no? No, I have like. I an think they mentions. need to be in it. Oh, I they absolutely do. But I have an honorable it, mentions list, and I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. Like, I, I mean, we need to get LSU or put in Wisconsin. For Wisconsin, their only loss is Providence, Ohio State, obviously. Then they went at their wins the last – since they started the Big Ten, like real Big Ten play. At Purdue, uh, they beat Iowa at home. Um, at Maryland, beat Ohio State. And then at Northwestern, you look at Northwestern scores, all really close games that they've lost. They just beat Michigan State. Yeah, but then, yeah, and then, like, before that, they lose to Maryland in double overtime, Ohio State by eight, Penn State by four, Michigan State by six. Like, they're right in every game. Wake Forest, they lost by four in overtime, Providence by five. So, to go there and beat them, they're just – they're playing, like, they're the hottest team right now, I think. Just got done with the ranking. All righty, so we'll get into a recap. So – I guess we don't really have like a organized way of doing this, but I think this one might work. We're just going to go in order of the AP poll teams. So number one, we're going to start with Gonzaga. So they played BYU. I think Logan brought this up earlier. I mean, they put up 110 on them, 110 to 84. Shout out to the dog kennel or whatever the fuck they call it at Gonzaga. That place is rocking as always. Uh, Gonzaga in the last five games, they're averaging 105.6 points a game. They're third in Kempom in tempo. These guys, like watching them play basketball, is just so fun. They're just like running the entire time, playing so fast, in quick buckets is awesome. Then uh, just some quick stats from their past three games. Timmy scored 32, 30, and 18. Holmgren, double double, three and a half blocks. Uh, then Anton Watson. It is out off the bench last eight games. He's scoring in double digits with three double doubles in those eight games. Like that's just huge coming off the bench. And obviously everybody's comparing like their guard play the last year, but I mean, their guys are stepping up big time. They're just pouring on points. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't matter who you play to a good, like a BYU team that's at the top of your conference to still put up a hundred and then do it again. Like it just shows and the spreads on both those games were like 15. And I'm like, this is too easy. It's, it's Gonzaga. And they, they covered the spread by double what it was. So it's unbelievable how well they're playing and they're, this is like the perfect time to get rolling. Like, like I said, it don't matter who you play. If you put up 95, 93, 117, 101, 115 in college in that many games in a row, this late in the season, like halfway through almost, that's so – it's unbelievable, impressive. And Chet is – like, he doesn't put up the flashy points and shit like people might want him to because he's so good. But he is, like, one of the main reasons why they're they're – holding these guys to not even close to what they can score. Yeah, the thing I was going to get at is, like, BYU is, like, not a bad defensive team either. Like, their defensive efficiency is literally, like, they're 17th in the nation on Ken Palm. And, like, like Joey was saying, dude, watching Gonzaga play basketball is like, – I hate to say it, but Gonzaga's basketball is, like, the best – like, to, it's the best to watch. It's so beautiful. The way they move the ball, run the floor. Their big guys run the floor. Their guards can all yeah, shoot. They share the ball so well. Everything they do is just like beautiful basketball, and I absolutely love that. Because when cool. they when they can run the floor with the guards they have, and then they have uh, Timmy and Chet do an awesome job of like you know like rim running, like they're, rim runs they, they're the first they beat their big guy down the floor every time. And if you can do that, you have already have position, and then their guards can just dump it down to them, and it's an easy bucket. And they're all good passers, but surrounded by good shooters. Yeah, so good it's defense. Like, they're playing good defense. Chet he gets a rebound, he just goes. Like they, I. <laughs> I think, like, Auburn, I think, like, technically deserves it more only for, like, the teams they're playing and how hot they are. But, like, obviously Auburn probably won't stay there. So, Gonzaga's going to take it. And I think if Gonzaga, like, is number one, they're going to deserve number one because it doesn't matter who they're playing. They just slap BYU by, like, 40. Yeah, I mean, they stretch the floor, like, Elastigirl, and they're fucking (laughs) – I mean, they. I mean, pretty much everybody too can guard one through five. I mean, not maybe not consistently, but if they need to switch and shit, it's like you're not mad at it. Like, yeah, I mean, they can, they can do it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we'll move on to the n- number two team in the country, Auburn versus Ole Miss, eighty to seventy-one. So Ole Miss was out there without their leading score, which is a tough look, kind of. I mean, Auburn struggled in this game big time, but they end up coming back and covering the spread which was fucking awesome. Like me and Luke were out this night and I'm just like, I like really wasn't watching sports at all. Everybody is focused on the bills game. Then Luke just goes, Hey boys, we covered. And it's like, then we just start going nuts again for Auburn because we love him so much. But I mean, yeah, Ole Miss was up 14. Auburn responded with a seven Oh run to end the half. And then Walker fucking Kessler 22, 10 with seven blocks. If you even watch the highlights of this game, it would be like, Oh my God. Walker Kessler is unbelievable. I think he's averaging on the season four blocks. Am I wrong? It might be even more than that. I swear, like, I heard four and a half. I'd find it. Uh, 4.3. Wait. Unbelievable. That's at, that's at home. Well, I mean, still. He's 4.1. Like, <laughs> <laughs> close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't it, – like, it doesn't matter. Like, Ole Miss is not a bad team, especially at home. So, to go in there and beat them – it, it's still a good win. Any conference win is a good win. It doesn't matter who you play, how, when you play. A win's a win in the conference. Like, so, yeah, it's a huge win, especially to come back on the road against, obviously, a 
stadium that was probably pretty packed because you had the number four team coming at the time coming in. So that's no, a huge win for Auburn. Yeah, this this game was kind of scary for me. You know, halftime it was like pretty decently close. I'm pretty sure, and so I like had to turn the game off because I was so fucking scared about it. But I mean, anytime Auburn's playing, I'm gonna like I'm gonna go nuts. I'm gonna watch it. And this is another game where I'm up on my feet playing defense with Katie Johnson, and he had 14 points. It was awesome. And it just shows that I love Auburn. Even if Ole Miss doesn't have their best player, I don't think he's played all year though. That best player, I don't think he's played literally all year. So. I mean, just another good win for Auburn. The next game we have Purdue at Illinois. Uh, they went 96 to 88 in double OT. Just a fantastic game. So this is Curbelo's like return game, like debut, or I guess wouldn't be a debut. He played earlier in the year, but anyway, he comes, he checks in like I don't know, five minutes into the game. The whole crowd loses their mind. Packed house in Illinois, and the announcers are like or the guys calling the game, they're like, yeah, the crowd, they're not uh, cheering for whatever just happened. They're cheering for since Curbelo was coming to the table. And then he comes in, he balled out. I mean, two huge buckets in crunch time to get them to OT. But, uh, like, what I want to talk about here, if, like, watching this game, Zach Eady, who is, like, off and on all year, he absolutely bullied Col- uh, Coburn down low, like, on offense. Like, he had 14 points in the first half, just backing him down, hooking him over his head. And then my favorite part, Stefanovic and Plummer. Stefanovic for Purdue, Plummer for Illinois. They let it rain. And my favorite thing in the world, like those two guys have been talking about them every time we talk about these two teams. And they, I just love it when they prove me right and just rain threes on people. It was a great game to watch. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Like double overtime and – that I think it was the first overtime. Jay Ivy just took over, and they couldn't stop him. He he got he got to the line so much. Obviously, you can see thirteen of fifteen. Oh, that's just what he did. Like he took over down the stretch, and that was the difference. I thought they had a guy that could, that stepped up huge and did. And Illinois, obviously, they have a couple guys that can do it. But down the stretch, it was just Jay Ivy was like, "Give me the ball. I'm going to do this. I'm going to win this game for us." And they did. Oh, they got to a line. They killed them in like free throws. If you like. 15 free throws by Illinois and 32 for um, Purdue. It's ridiculous amount, but yeah, credit to shut down Kofi to only 10 points and foul out. That's literally the difference in the game though. Yeah. That's, you hit it right there. I mean, without uh, one of the like top three players of the years right now, Kofi, if Kofi's not in, obviously they're going to struggle. And I think you can kind of like, obviously like we don't want to say like Kofi's going to struggle because it's kind of hard to stop a guy like that. But if any team's going to do it, it was Purdue. Like, with Edie being 7-4 and even Travion coming in. And I just – I like this win for Purdue. I mean, obviously it was, like, close, and Illinois wasn't, like, that highly ranked at the time. But Illinois, with Curbelo coming back, is definitely a top – maybe a top-10 team right now. And I think this is – I want Purdue to be really good, and they, like, recently haven't showed it to me. But, like, overall, they have such a great team, and this showed it right here. Like, everybody played well. So it was good to see Purdue win this game in overtime. Yeah, this on is the a road huge too. one on the road. Yeah. Yeah, because I was not feeling Purdue the whole year. You, me, and Luke, both of us, like we like, they had some like sketchy in the beginning. And stuff. Yeah, but now they're now was I, I like this win though. This was really important for me to like look at them and stuff now. Going back to that like Kofi foul trouble thing, Purdue had thirty four points in the second half, thirty four in the paint, like with no Colburn there. I mean, for a lot of it, or I mean, just like 
at least for not as much as Illinois usually does, 34 in the paint. It's, like, unreal. And then the most unguardable play in the NCAA is Kessler's pick and roll and then Travion Williams' give and go. When you when Purdue gets that Travion Williams, like, give and go going, it is unbelievably unguardable because Travion's such a good passer. And I even saw a play where uh, Colburn saw it coming and he just, like, jumped in and got a steal. But other than that, the, like, he – Travion Williams is just so good at creating with the ball. And, like, on a give and go like that with the players he has around him, oh, my God. It Like, when it works, it I'm going to say it again, it's poetry. Yeah, and, like, another thing I want to give Curbelo credit to, I didn't say anything about him earlier. He was awful uh, early in the year with turning the ball over. Like, I can't – I saw a stat, but I forget it. I I didn't save it or anything, but yeah, his turnovers there. And then he played 26 minutes in this game and no turnovers. It was like, he was averaging like almost like eight or nine turnovers in his first, like how many games it was really bad, but yeah, for him to come back out of off an injury and do this is huge for that, that for Illinois sake in the future. Moving on to the next game, Baylor versus Oklahoma state. So Baylor loses this game 61 to 54. Uh, I mean, Baylor, they're 30-0 dating back to last year against uh, unranked opponents. Unbelievable. It's just today was the day it ended. Uh, Flagler, though, he went scoreless for three quarters, and then he had two crucial turnovers late in the game that would have given the Bears the lead. I mean, it's just – they just kind of malfunctioned at the end of the game. I mean, Oklahoma State, I think they're leading most of the game, weren't they? I mean, I mean – Pretty yeah, much the whole game. They, they were killing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, Baylor came back, and, like, they could have easily went up. But, like I said, them Flagler turnovers, I think it's back-to-back possessions that just, like, ended it for them, and they end up losing by seven. You know, it. yeah, that's a, that's a bad loss, especially at home. Like, you should not lose to Oklahoma State. It's probably the worst in your conference right now. That's – you can't do that. But I think they, they didn't have – um Sohan, Sohan again, he was out. Yeah, he was hurt. He didn't play. I think that I thought I saw they're like thirteen and zero or something with him, and zero and two now without him. So I mean that's huge. And he's not a guy that like flashes on the stat sheet, but he play like he's just a defensive guy. He gets his rebounds. He does does everything right. He's he only averages like seven a game, I think, or something like that. I don't know off the top of my head, but I don't have it up right now. But yeah, so I mean, without him, obviously it showed that's a huge loss and. To lose to Oklahoma State, that's pretty much probably the reason. Well, Sohan and uh, Kendall Brown, like, swap out so well, just like Chachua and Flo Thamba do. I mean, they're just like – I mean, you're seeing double almost, like, with these players. Obviously, Kendall Brown's way fucking better. Not uh, – well, I mean, you get what I mean. Like, but they're kind of the same player, and I think Sohan's really good. Losing him is, like, a big deal. But with Baylor being – like the narrative always is Baylor's so deep, Baylor's so deep. At home, they have to be these guys. Yeah, I just – the thing I was just, like, most – like, the only thing that was impressive for Baylor this game was Matthew Meyer actually played good for once with 16. That's about all that really, like, went good for him because they had one lead in this game, and it was 4-3. to three, And then the, Oklahoma State was beating them 29-11 to 11 with four minutes and 30 seconds left in the first half. That's, like, something you don't expect out of Baylor, even when they're playing, like – Gonzaga, you'd expect him like always be in the game. Like I would never expect Oklahoma State to be up twenty nine to eleven against Baylor. 
It was at Baylor too, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, that just, like, that just shouldn't happen ever. Because, no, if you look at it, like, after the first quarter, though, Baylor, the second quarter they lost by two, third quarter lost by – no, beat them by one, and then the fourth quarter they beat them by four. So, like, that first quarter just absolutely buried them. Yeah, I, I think I said it at the beginning of the year. That's why I took Kansas to beat them or to win the conference because they don't have a guy when you need a bucket to get one. And when you're down by – when you're the other team's going on a run and you need, you need a basket, you got to go to somebody, and they just don't have it. Like, having an all-around team is really good, obviously, but to a certain point you still need to have a guy that's kind of like your guy that averages like four more points than everyone at around – averaging right around 20. And they just don't have that. They're just too balanced, it seems like, at times. Obviously, that's not – doesn't seem like a bad thing, but when you do need a bucket, it's kind of showing that – they just don't have that right now. Well, this was another game where the people on the call said that – what's his fucking name? The coach of Baylor. Uh, what, Scott Drew? Yeah, Scott Drew. Scott he Drew, said yeah. that – he's like, it's hard to find a leader when you don't have a personality on the team. <laughs> it's like, you know, I mean, that's yeah. just everybody. But uh, one more thing. They, I mean, they end up responding to this, and they beat West Virginia at West Virginia with no Akinjo or Sohan. So, I mean, that, like, gives you something to, like, look up to. I mean, Baylor, two really tough losses. But then, I mean, they dealt with adversity against West Virginia, and they still get a good win on the road. I mean, it's, like, look it up. So, yeah, no, that is a good one because uh, it's never easy playing there. That it's that's such a tough place to play. Like home court advantage is at all time high when you play at West Virginia. But yeah, so I mean at least they bounce back. It's good to see after coming off two losses at home to come back and win at West Virginia, one of the toughest places to play in college basketball. So that's good. But now they got another one at Oklahoma. So we'll see. Yeah, this is a tough stretch for them because even like this West Virginia game, they had a point like halftime. I think it was like maybe like three-point game or something, or like one-point game. So, like, even that was kind of scary. But Akinjo obviously didn't play Orsohan in this game. So, that's a big loss without Akinjo playing. So, it's a good win for them to play, beat them at West Virginia without their – two of their big, like, playmakers. So, Next game we have – here we go, Logan. Duke versus Florida State. So, Florida State went 79-78. to uh, I mean, Trevor Keels comes out of this game – Florida State out-rebounded these guys on the offensive glass, 19-7, to which, like, the entire game, I'm pretty sure um, bald-headed fuck. Why can I not think of names now? The guy who played for Duke. Anyway, everybody knows what I'm talking about. He just kept talking about how Florida State's ruining these guys on the offensive rebounds. That, um, yeah, I mean, Caleb Mills for Florida State was so fucking clutch for them. I just remember down the stretch, he just played out of his ass in Florida State and ends up pulling us out. As, I mean, Duke, I mean, I'll get you guys talking about Duke. I kicked him out of the top ten for this game. You know, they, they deserve to be kicked out. Like, you got to – like, Logan keeping him in only because he likes Duke, I think. that's I think that's the only reason he's they're still in there. And that's not a good reason. That's just favoring them right now. Because you can't lose at – like, you can't lose at home to Miami. And then Florida State, I know they're, like, not historically bad, but this is, like, historic, like one of their worst seasons they've had in a while. I know they're only, like, 11-5, and five, I think, but that's not good. Florida State's supposed to be competing at the top of the ACC every year. And, like, 
they were supposed to be really good this year and they're not. So you got to come out and win that game. And they didn't. It's bad. That's a bad loss. Both their losses are bad. So that's why you got to kick them out because every team in ahead of them has really good quality wins and quality losses too. Yeah. But the thing is, Luke, like I've talked to you about this, the thing, like the way I go off my rankings, obviously part of the reason why they're in there is because, you know, I like Duke. I love Duke, but also it's like, I put Duke in there and then I always look at the teams I'll put behind him and I'm like, I, I definitely think Duke would beat those teams. So that's why I keep him in there. And then in this game, I mean, when it came down to the end, I thought, I'm like, okay, Duke's going to lose this. I'm like, there's no shot because they were down seven or eight, I think. Nine. They're down nine. I'm like, fuck, this game's over. And then right when Duke came back, got the lead, they just – every time I've watched them in a close game, I don't know how the fuck they lose at the end of the game. Like the Miami-Florida game, they're up one right after what Apollo gets a dunk, up three. And then all of a sudden, Miami gets the ball back, shoots free throws. After the free throws, they somehow had the ball again. They score. Florida State was just banging threes on banging threes on Duke left and right towards the end of the game. And I'm like, is nobody going to guard him? Duke even went to zone at the end of the game, I think, because they couldn't guard anybody. And it just pisses me off watching them. Yeah, like, but, I don't think you can really go out. Like you said, you, that's how you do your rankings, that, oh, Duke can beat these guys. But if you did that, the rankings, if that, if the AP people did that, if, if everyone did that for their rankings, they'd be completely different because teams that are hot would not get a very good – like, oh, they're just winning games. It's like not like, oh, they'll beat these guys. I can tell that. So that I don't that's I just don't like how that is your rankings because to a certain point, obviously you do it for a little bit, but uh two losses like that, when you have a, like Wisconsin who is playing out of their minds right now, um, Auburn and Zay, obviously you already have them ahead of them, but they deserve to be ahead of Duke because they're playing a lot better than Duke. That's part of the rankings, who's playing good at the time. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't use it, like, as my only thing. Like, if I didn't yeah. – if I used it as my only thing, I wouldn't have Houston ahead of him. I wouldn't have Arizona ahead of him. I wouldn't have – I probably wouldn't even put Kansas ahead of him. Yeah, you'd have Duke Purdue. at, like, three because that's no. just the bias <laughs> I have thing. Duke at eight. I have Duke at eight. You would have him at three, though, if you only went with, like, what we were talking about. Oh, How 100% you... I would. And See, like, like, that's like, just a bias thing. I have Villanova completely. Kentucky behind him because, like, I think Duke's just better teams than both of them. But – I mean, yeah, I don't know. You can say, like, it's a bad thing to put him in there in the, within the top ten, but I like it and I'm sticking with it. Logan, you're uh, Tobias Harris. but um, Yeah, very, 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 very biased. Cause okay, okay. You, you can say all you want. To be in the top ten. But for Florida State, anyway, after losing to Wake Forest, like, a long time ago, they went on a four-game winning streak, and three of those games were Duke, Syracuse, and Miami. But Syracuse isn't good, though. I know, but this is what I want to say. But Look at the record, those, Logan. Shut up. All those games were by a total differ, uh, total point differential of seven points. So like, yeah, so it, the amount of points they won by in each three games combined to be seven points. Syracuse what, has a losing record. So don't even tell me they're good, Logan. That's a good oh, win. They have a losing wait. record. You wait until they get the tournament and bust your bracket. Syracuse, I, I'm – happy that they will not bust my bracket because they're not a good they won't even make the fucking tournament oh quit it <laughs> and like miami's sitting at the top of the acc right now wild yeah which is they're not i don't good. understand how that like i would never have guessed that but I, the thing is crazy with me is like duke when like obviously they're better than like the acc and every like every team they're, they're, yeah they're better than the teams they lost no, Luke, to, but they like, lost i know it's just crazy because like you look at like the acc like you know it's supposed to be like but, like, three or four years ago, it was, like, by far the best conference. And now you look at it, and Duke is favored by, like, 80 or 90% in every game they play in the ACC, which is 
unbelievable because all these teams used to be so good, and now the ACC is just – like, it's probably like – Pac-12 might be better than it. Pac-12 probably is better than it. Yeah, that, no, they are. Because they, they're top deeper. They, is better than anything They might not ACC be as deep, on. but – There is – like, depth really doesn't even matter because, like, the depth in the ACC is, like Re- – Realistically, Duke should go undefeated or maybe one loss on the road against a pretty yeah, solid like, team in this conference, and they already have two losses. They're going to get more. And, like, they still got to play North Carolina at, at North Carolina. North That's Carolina, I'll tell you, I have a stat about North Carolina, how bad they are this year. Um, hold up, let me pull it up, let me pull it up. Um, it's got clapped by Miami. Oh, it's really bad. It's at North Carolina, so, like, it says North Carolina has played four teams that are currently projected to make the tournament by the ESPN or whatever, and they've lost those four games by an average of 21 points. Holy shit. Well, it's probably Purdue, Tennessee, Kentucky, and Miami. That's bad, though. I don't care who's <laughs> playing it. Like, you're North Carolina. You shouldn't lose by an average of 21 points in four games. <laughs> and they've given it's up the only four teams you've played that are make, supposed to make the tournament. I love how they absolutely points. clapped Michigan, though. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Marquette Michigan beat Villanova. Sucks, like, who did? Marquette. Of course. Did. I'm telling you, the Marquette train is on At Villanova, too. Can we switch our rankings real quick? What, Marquette Wisconsin's at three? I Wisconsin at 10 now. We'll do it at the, we'll do it at the end because there's other games going on that are close. Yeah. Kentucky might lose, too. Right when fucking I finally believed in Villanova. All right, let's change this game before I uh, cuff long out. I am dying right now, but I'm going to get this out before I uh, pass away. Uh, Kansas, they beat the living fuck out of West Virginia. Great for Kansas. And then Abaji sits out most of the game versus Oklahoma, and they still win the game. I mean, I'm giving it to Kansas right now. They're they're scratching away these w- – I guess now against West Virginia because they bent them over. But, like, Iowa State, we already talked about that, so I'm not going to get to it. But, I mean, beating Oklahoma – with my three points at Oklahoma with Abaji like not playing near the minutes that they usually play him. That's, I think that's a huge fucking win. He played 32 minutes against Oklahoma. Did he? Yeah. I know he hurt his hand in that game though. I didn't know. He must've finished it. Remy Martin didn't play much though. Yeah. Did he come off the bench again? Yeah. He came off the bench. He only played 15 minutes, but, um, yeah, actually, we actually saw some from Jalen Wilson for once. Thank God, because who I, we were all waiting for that. But I mean, yeah, Abaji didn't have a great game, but to win at Oklahoma is awesome. Uh, it's a great, it's a good win. Any time in the Big Twelve, and you play one of those top like half teams on the road is a big win, just like the Big Ten. Uh, but so yeah, I mean, even Iowa State, like that's that's a good stretch. That stretch they had where it was where it's Texas Tech, Iowa State, West Virginia, Oklahoma. I mean, four, three and one. I mean, that's pretty good. So. And then uh, before that was Oklahoma State. So, I mean, that's pretty good a record to come out of there with. Yeah, I mean, like, Luke, like you said, like, Jalen Wilson, he's had, like, he's had, like, three or four games now that he's had good games because Texas Tech yeah. was when he had he had that 20 ball. And then the West Virginia game, he had 23, and now he has 16. So, like, with him coming back and playing good, that definitely makes him a shit lot better. And then, obviously, Remy Martin didn't even play against West Virginia. They still fucking handled them pretty damn well. And I, I love him. Even... What? They smoked West Virginia. Yeah, and that was without Remy Martin. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't even realize this, though, but, like, Abaji or whatever, he shoots, like – he has, like, 120 three-point attempts. I, like, randomly saw this in, like, school today. 
He's got like 120 attempts. It's like the most in the top like 50 for three point attempts. And he's shooting like 47, I think, from three or like 44. He's like, that is like unbelievable compared to everybody like around him because they all have like half his three point attempts. He was 47. Like 47? Yeah. Yeah. And like Jalen Wilson, sniper, bronze, a sniper. Like they have like, like almost all the pieces. They have a really good point guard to like, I like, obviously, I can't think of the word. Facilitate? No, to like, Connect. Control the game. No, connect with the shooters. I don't know. I don't oh, I get you. Do I right find them. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, but like, I, there's a word for it, but I can't think of it. Because, like, obviously they have the three snipers, and then they have Remy Martin, who's, like, just all around, like, a great point guard. So he's obviously going to do his thing. Like, I think the big guy's kind of a little weak spot for him, though. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, they don't <laughs> have big, that, I, don't. I love Kansas this year. I usually don't like Kansas, but this year I fucking – I love them. Walk, Chuck. Jayhawk, K-U. Anyway, Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin wins 78-68 to 68 at home. So, Justin Arns made his first two-pointer of the year. Welcome to the fucking club. Uh, <laughs> you now have one more two-pointer in D1 basketball than I do. But uh, Ohio State, they start off 0 from 8 from 3 in the first half. And then, I mean – I don't even have any more recaps for this game, but say what you want about Johnny Davis being the only guy from Wisconsin. Brad Davidson and Tyler Wall are playing unbelievable. Oh, Wall, yeah. Like, no, that, yeah, Jay Davidson – or not Jay Davidson. Um, Johnny, Johnny Davis is having – he's obviously had an unbelievable year, but it's not like – you can't go on this win streak in the Big Ten that they're doing right now, eight or nine, I think it is that right now, and only have one person. Obviously, they have a good team around him too. So, yeah, I mean, right now I can't see them losing for a while because their schedule is looking very, very nice. Obviously, they have a couple uh, upsets could happen. So, but games they should win, they should go on a little streak here. Yeah, that, yeah. at least they got by Northwestern, so hopefully they can <laughs> dodge an upset. Yeah, I mean, then you're home against, Michigan, home against Michigan State. At Nebraska. Nebraska is probably the worst team I've ever seen play basketball in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Home against Minnesota. And then – so, there's three wins you should get right there. And then at Illinois will be a test. But – I mean, this is, like, really impressive from, like, Wisconsin, like, depth-wise, obviously. Because, like, yeah, like you guys said, Davis is only – his only guy – their only guy or whatever. But he shot four for 18 this game against Ohio State. And they still, like – they still win by 10. Like, a great win. Obviously, it's at Wisconsin. But – so, like, that helps them out. Obviously, that always helps the team. But I think the biggest thing is, like, Ohio State will be, fun, like, this fine because they just beat a really good IUPUI team. So, yeah, really good. Yeah. <laughs> a really solid IUPUI They're, team. Um, IUPUI is – it's Indiana University, Purdue University of Indianapolis or something like that. That's what it means. That is too confusing. Sure. I think the spread in this game was, like, If that's right, but – I'm pretty sure the spread was, like, 33 in this game. Yeah, should have been higher. Yeah, but, and IUPUI did um, not cover. But, back to Johnny Davis, uh, maybe like not being their whole team. He does, he does uh, lead in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. So yeah, yeah, but like I'm saying, like just like that one game, he has a horror, like kind of a bad game, and like they still beat a really good Ohio State. No, they actually like obviously you have a good team if you can win this much and be in the top ten. So obviously he is though like a very 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 large like part of their team though. Like, oh, yeah. by a lot. like, he is a big majority yeah, of what people, that team does. I hate when people say, take out Johnny Davis, how good are they? That's, like, the dumbest thing ever. 
Let's take out any good player on any team. Take out Johnny Davis. How good are they? That's so stupid. You can say that about, like, any team. Literally, we can go through the top ten right now. You say take out their best player. So, Gonzaga, take out Drew Timmy. They're not nearly as good. Auburn, uh, Jabari Smith's gone. (laughs) Benedict's gone for Arizona. Jaden Ivey's out for Purdue. It's like, are you, like, you can't say that. (laughs) I, I totally agree with you on that. I totally agree with you on that. Obviously, a lot of those teams would be better if you take away the best player than Wisconsin. If you take away their best, but that's part of the it, that's part of the game having your best player play. Exactly. Well, I mean, when you got Grandpa Brad absolutely balling out, I think he had three threes, just like almost. I mean, they were within like a quick span of each other. I'm almost positive. I might. Yeah, he's good, he's a, he played unbelievable. He's knocked down from three. He's like a better Jordan Bohannon. Yeah, tough subject. But anyway, <laughs> the next game we have Oregon. The Ducks are quacking. They beat UCLA at UCLA. I mean, if you even want to call it that, because there's no fans in attendance. But they beat them 84 to 81 in OT. Uh, so I guess you pronounce this guy's name Hame Jaquez, but I'm just gonna call him Jamie Jaquez like for the rest of his life because that's what I started calling him. But he only scored four points which is crucial because Jamie Jacquez should either be right there with Johnny Juzang or even scoring more than him. Like, he's really fucking good, but him only scoring four points is, like, really bad for his team. I mean, UCLA beat these guys in essentially every important stat, though. If you look at the stat sheet, like, you look at it, you'd be like, oh, my God, UCLA should have win, in my opinion. But, like, I'm not, like, the most worried about this game because, obviously – Oregon going into the year, like, they should have been a good team. They obviously went down the shithole. But they put again, they put up these wins against UCLA and USC, and you're like, well, shit, are they back? So, I mean, UCLA team, the overtime in a COVID arena, whatever. I mean, I'll take it. No, that's a huge win. Oregon, like, Oregon is – we kind of, like, said, like, they're, we wrote them off, but obviously as we should. But if you really look, Oregon, like, their losses have not – they lost to good teams and they're on a little streak here winning. So, and they can win the conference yet. Like they're, they're four and two in the conference and they already have UCLA and USC two wins there. So they only have to play them one more time. They can't get swept by those two. So the only team they can get swept by that's like as a contender is Arizona. So they already have two, one against either of those teams. Like that, that's a recipe to you can win the conference with that. Yeah, I mean, I was – I'm all for Oregon. I wanted them, like – I wanted them, like – You want – I want them to be good, too. Like, you want yeah, them to be I, good. Well, I just – I want Oregon to be good. I just – just because, like, when they beat Iowa last year, I was an automatic Oregon fan, basically. So, like, when they beat UCLA the next day, I literally bet on Oregon to beat USC, and I was right. That felt really good because that was, like, 20 bucks right there. And then, like you were saying, Luke, um, how they have to play, like, Arizona, UCLA, USC. But, it's, like, they played those three teams, like, right in a row. It's on – they're all three of those games. That's a three-game stretch right there where they play Arizona, UCLA, and then USC. But before that, they have the rest of the Pac-12, who is – obviously we know the Pac-12 is not great. So they can win. should be able to win all those games, maybe an upset in there. And winning all those games, going into that three-game stretch, which is three of their last five games. They have those three and then two more. If they can at least get one of those wins out of there, they're in the perfect position to get yeah. first or second in the Pac-12. And – no, Nefele Dante, whatever, however you say his first name. When he like posts up, he literally one leg, one foot is on 
the one side of the lane, the other one's on the other. He takes up the whole entire <laughs> lane. Like, and Will Richardson is a bucket. It's crazy when he posts up. He literally takes up the whole entire lane. It's like, how do you even guard that? It's like Patrick <laughs> Starr from the Goofy Goober it's, music video. It's, it, it, it is wild. Like, and, they yeah, they had a bunch of buckets down the stretch. Him and that young – I forget his first name. but Jacob. Will Richardson, Jacob. Jacob young. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. got – they took over um, at the end and – yeah, that's a huge win. And then, obviously, USC the next night, like back-to-back nights on the road, both. Yeah, the one other thing, Luke, is did they – did their first game against Arizona get canceled? Does anybody um, know? Oregon or – yeah. No. Yeah, because it says on here that they only play Arizona one more time on Ken Palm. Oh, yeah. They don't, did they already play them, though? No. No, so it says they only play them once. Well, like, yeah, so, like – like yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I don't think they played them yet. No, they haven't. But yeah, it says they only have to play them once here. I don't know if that's getting like postponed or anything. But they don't. If they get away with they that, they show up on their like, schedule. But um, going back to like their schedule, who they beat SMU, damn good team. We just talked about them. Maybe win their conference. BYU beat them. Uh, that obviously that's not a good one. They St. Mary's is not a bad loss. Houston's not a bad loss. Early in the season when they when they sucked. We should say Baylor's not a bad loss. So I mean, all their losses are tough. Even but. Stanford, even Stanford, Luke. They've Stanford's been like Stanford beat USC already this year, and Stanford like apparently has like has like has like, lost like maybe three or four times like teams within California. So they've oh. beaten like UCLA and USC these past like how many I years? I mean, watching so. Stanford, they I mean they're not that bad. Like they, no, they're like not. definitely yeah. Arizona they State might have been like a questionable one for him, though. But that was overtime, and that was, I mean, I guess it's probably first game in the Pac-12, and it's overtime. Yeah, I'm looking but, at the bottom of this Pac-12, and it is probably the worst uh, bottom like four ever in any oh. conference ever. Oh yeah. Well, is Cal basketball in there? Arizona State, Cal, Oregon State, Utah. Cal played pretty close with uh, USC and UCLA, I think. Yeah, yeah I don't know how. But, We're gonna say I mean, three and thirteen. That's their joke. I don't know how they even got in the tournament last year. I know it's a new year, yeah. but like not like any of them guys left, like, except for the one guy because he was like a freshman and he was good. But they had to have returned most of them guys. They fucking blow this year. So no, yeah, just going off Oregon's guards though. They have like a three-headed kind of monster here. I mean, we talked about Will Richardson, Jacob Young. But here's the interesting stat I saw: Davion Harmon in games oh, yeah. where, where he makes more in games where he makes more than one three pointer, he's averaging 16 points per game. So a little, little uh, thing to look out for, I guess. It's a heat check after one yeah, three. Exactly. He's feeling himself. It's like LeBron makes one three and he's just feeling himself. LeBron's a baby. Anyway, you know, the, yeah, they they do the three guards lineup and it's like. It's pretty good. They literally three guys, six three, six five, six two. Rich is their point guard, he's their biggest guy. And then they just do two beasts down low with Dante and I forget the other guy's name, but Yeah, and their three guards are pretty experienced too. Because Davion Harmon was at Oklahoma before this. Will Richardson's been here for how many years? And I don't know where Jacob Young showed up from. I never heard of him before, but I've heard of him. I forget. I don't know where he Logan, click on his name on Ken Palm. You'll you can I'm trying to Yeah, I'm about to click it right here. I got a little slow computer going here, though. School computer. Came from – he was at the Rutgers? No oh, way. Oh, wow. No that way. Just, that, it all is coming together, ain't it? Oh, yeah, there wow. you go. 
That is oh yeah I'm, oh this is awesome. All right, let's keep this thing moving. Uh, Tennessee versus Kentucky, the battle of my children. Uh, I've, I mean, Kentucky won 107 to fucking 79. I'm tucking Tennessee into the steps on category now. But for Kentucky to score 107 versus Ken Palm's second best defense in the NCAA is absolutely wild. I mean, the rims, they looked like hula hoops for Kentucky when they shot from three. It was so fun to watch. Like, just for me, like, loving Kentucky, I already told myself, don't even trust Tennessee. Kentucky at home, just lighten it up. Oh, my God, it made me go wild. But Ty Ty, he had 28, and we're seeing him now develop from a caterpillar into a butterfly. <laughs> In his last seven games, he's averaging 16 points, and it would be way higher, but in one of those games, he only had five. So, I mean, 16, give or take. But – uh. I mean, John Fulkerson, since that Arizona game, he's only scored over five points one time. One fucking time. Like, John Fulkerson is, like, the biggest, like, one-hit wonder of a player we've seen so far, I feel like. Yeah, this, they shot lights out in this game. Like, it just felt like they not, everything was going in. Uh, they shot 61 from three. So, that that's huge. They shot and, so lights out, you would have thought they were robbing the place. No, yeah, it's un- it was unbelievable. Like, them at home, it, it, I love watching it because they – like, it's Kentucky basketball. Like, it's what they live off of. So, it's packed every time. It's like at Cam- – like, when Duke plays at home and Kansas plays at home, it's, that's just what it is because that's what they're known for. And it's packed. And when they're hitting shots like this against a good Tennessee team at the time, I guess, uh, crazy, crazy game. And, yeah, they got a lot out of – and when, when Mintz plays – it's like he plays a lot now. He started to play a lot more minutes just because he's he actually can control the damn game because he's well, a- so severe. So I mean, Wheeler, my little friend, he goes out, then Mince gets way more minutes, right? And yeah. I'm like totally on the fuck this Mince guy train just because I love Wheeler so much. Wheeler comes back in this game, does his thing, he's really good. And yeah, then Mince, Mince just fills in, and I swear, Mince was like, you know what? Thank God that burdens off my shoulders of trying to fill severe Wheeler's little shoes. And he balled out like Mintz played great. And um, all I got last thing I want to say is Kentucky, they earned to wear the checkers and Tennessee didn't. Yeah, that was what it was before the game, a checkered game. I mean, I just think this is funny. Like Tennessee has what the second best defensive rating, I think. Ken Palm. Check me on that. Ken Palm's ranking. And Kentucky put up 107 on it. 107. Like, what the – like, there's nothing else to say. You look at the stats and you're like, there's no way a team loses with that. They shot 70% from two, 60 from three, 95 from free throw, only 12 turnovers. They had – they got 66% of the defense rebounds. They had 26% of offense rebounds is good. I mean, they did fucking everything right. Besides the Sheetway only had nine points, but, like, Speaking who of- cares? Like Kentucky right now, Keelan Grady cannot hit the broadside of a fucking barn right now in this game against AM. But in that game versus Tennessee, he yeah, hit one of nine right now. Yeah, yeah he, had four, he was four for seven against Tennessee. Hey, but guys, we need the vibes up. Joe took uh, Kentucky minus seven. I bet with my heart, which is dumb. My brain's much smarter than my heart. I think that's why we have brains to do that part of our lives but whatever (laughs) anyway we ready to move on yeah 
the Razorbacks, so. they take down LSU, which is very depressing. 65 to 68 at at LSU. I mean, Brandon Murray and Darius Days got themselves into foul trouble, so they had to sit and time out for longer than LSU needed. Uh, Pinson was obviously also out. But J.D. Note is playing absolutely out of his mind lately, and they have four other guys averaging double figures. I mean, Arkansas, are they back, Luke? Uh, not to what we thought they should have been. No, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> but no, like, the, like Arkansas, Arkan, like in this conference, if Arkansas is your – like obviously they were at the bottom. That's a huge win, but three and three in their conference right now, and that's like – that's your three and three team. LSU's three and three. Tennessee's three and three. Bama's three and three. Like that's like right in the middle of the pack. Those are teams that can compete against anybody uh, in the country. Yeah, there's no. It's no slouch when Arkansas comes to town or when you go to Arkansas. They're not a pushover game. Um, they didn't have the must bust though. He didn't coach. I mean, they won without him, but still, it's Muscleman. He's a beast. Yeah, but no. I, this game sucked because LSU literally went up like six in the second half. And I'm like late in the second half, like, this game's over. LSU's going to run away with it now. And then they just let Arkansas back in. Yeah, I mean, foul trouble. And then yeah. obviously the injury, it just blows. I fuck. Yeah, this just pisses us. This pissed me off because I had money on this game too. Made it even worse. And I mean, yeah, like you just said, I like, I couldn't watch this game because I think I was playing basketball at the time. Yeah, I was at a game, so that made it even worse. I just checked the score. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And it was – they had their biggest lead. They had it up by – they are up by eight with seven minutes left. But, oh, my fuck. I wish I would have been able to watch it, obviously. But it just fucking sucks because I love LSU. I love their defense. I love everything about them. But tough loss. It's hard watching LSU. I'll say it. It is. But you, it definitely is. you have to go into it, like, with – Knowing that it's hard. The expectations of watching LSU. Like if you go into it like I'm gonna watch LSU basketball today, you won't be disappointed. They're but never they're never out of a game though. Like that's the thing with right. watching them. Like oh, you saw tonight. tonight. Yeah, like you're tonight. gonna you're gonna stress out everything like when you're watching LSU, but like when they end up winning, it feels so good. It's like I don't know, it's unbelievable. Yeah, no, I agree. But uh, anyway, speaking of upsets, Northwestern versus Michigan State. Northwestern gets these guys by two points. I mean, Michigan State, this is coming off a near loss at the buzzer to Minnesota. Um, Northwestern didn't even have a leading score. Really poor shooting night. I mean, guys were in foul trouble. Northwestern, sneaky good team, huh? Yeah, I mean, I already, I kind of already talked about them. Like, they're right in every game they lose. It's just a couple balls bounce their way, and who knows? Like, we have a whole different story that Northwestern could be one of the uh, – middle of the pack to the top in the Big Ten, but that still shouldn't lose that game Michigan State when you're home, when everyone's giving you so much respect that I don't really think they deserve. I put them in my top ten because I'm like, well, they are on an eight, nine-game win streak. I'm like, and I had no clue who else to put at ten. I was like, Jesus Christ, everyone else is losing. At least they're a team that's winning. So I was like, sure, we'll put them there. So, I mean, when people are giving you respect that you probably don't deserve, you got to be – you got to win at home against bad teams. They just, they didn't. Yeah, that's just the worst thing about it because how do you lose to Northwestern at home? I, obviously, we've been talking about how Northwestern's like, you know, whatever, like have close games people, but still, like, you can't lose at home to Northwestern. And the other thing is, like, just like you said, like, we, like, kind of had to put them in our rankings, and I was one of the people, like, I threw them in 
like the week before this, I put him at ten because I had to. But like, I'm trying to figure out who their like who their guy is. Like, who's like their best player? Michigan, Michigan State. State. It's yeah. Call, I think. Is Malik Call? Because yeah, I thought Max Christie might have been, but I no, Christie like, is. He was obviously he's like the freshman. He was like a five star, I think, but he has not had a good year at all. Exactly, and like, I just Hauser maybe. Hauser, you know, he's always bucket. Joey, how's your daddy? Hauser Bros. Hauser Bros. Yeah, so Hall's their – Christy is our second-leading scorer. Hall's their third. But he, when you watch them play, he just seems like he is, like, he is their guy. I don't know. it, But their leading scorer they have is Gabe Brown. But I, I, I think Hall's their best player. Let me but, tell you about Gabe Brown. I mean, I think I probably already said it 20 times. That jump shot? gross fucking <laughs> ugly jump shot but he's so like he fucking makes them and it's so annoying like <laughs> i don't know i I just don't get it but yeah no i know i done talking about fucking michigan state yeah anyway let's get the other All two time. two fucking shit teams uh texas loses iowa state at iowa state 79 to 70 gabe coucher's back of course just because right after i get done talking up a shit storm about him and yeah he's fucking back but texas i mean they suck ass they also lost to kansas state but kansas state also beat texas tech so who fucking knows yeah like tech texas is they haven't really beat like i think it was like they're talking about like the quad one win they haven't had a quad one win yet this year if you know like quad one wins like teams that are kind of in the tournament i think right going off the rpi the only quad one win they have or something they they I can't remember how it went, but it was like Kansas State. They had to lose to somebody in order for another team to get into the top, into that quad one category, just so they could finally have a quad one win. If that makes sense. So like they really shouldn't have one. They lost to get to get a quad one when they lost a game. So they haven't beat anybody. Every good team they play, they lose. So I, you got to start figuring it out soon because I'm starting to lose fucking faith in them right now. Yeah, I just sent you guys that DM, Luke. It was like they haven't beat like a top twenty-five team all year. Like not when they played, like when they like obviously played them. Then none of them were top twenty-five, along with like a lot of other teams. But Texas, you know, right when I'm right when I, it's one of them teams. Right when you kind of believe in them, they just fucking do the exact opposite and they fucking lose. And that's what they did here. Obviously, Iowa State's a good team, but I I still don't know what to think of Iowa State. Like, because when I watch them play, it's kind of hard to watch. They people does not like them. I it's so hard to watch them play. I'm sorry, but like because like they really people, good defense. They can't score. Dolphins. And like the thing is, like, this is not even like a bash on them just because like I'm an Iowa fan. Like Jack knows it too. We talk about it. They can't score. They they're just so good at defense, but like they have yeah. one guy who can score. That's it. One guy. And then Kalisher when he like wakes up in the morning, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> I I mean Joe, we watched those highlights with Jack and Kalshers have a has a fucking game against Texas. Yeah, of course and he. Of course he did. But like, yeah, and Jack came up to me right when he right when they beat Texas, and he's like in my face saying one and five or whatever in this stretch. He's like, dude, you still go like two and four. So I was off by a game. <laughs> but then he just kept saying one and five. He kept going horns down, and then they end up losing Texas Tech anyway. So two and four. I said one and five. Okay, I was wrong. My bad. Off by a game. One little thing to think about Texas, I just pulled up their Ken Palm page. They are 352nd in adjusted tempo. 
Luke, correct me if I'm wrong. Tempo is like average possessions per 40 minutes, right? It's like that's around that, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it is 40. Yeah, not a lot of possessions out of these guys, I guess. <laughs> They're another team. It's hard to watch them play. Oh, I fucking hate. Texas. Also, not just because like, it all year. They're the most mid team on fucking planet Earth. If you like, we, we would say that this too. Like, I know we kind of like Texas at the beginning of the year, but we said they're a bunch of losers. Look at their roster. I'm not going to go through yeah. it again. Every time, to, every time we bring up Texas, every <laughs> fucking player on their team is a bunch of losers. Oh, they're fucking hey. showing it. <laughs> Wait till they make the tournament. They're getting bounced first round because they don't know how to if fucking they make play the tournament. tournament watch they're going to end up keep losing and eventually fucking somehow miss the tournament. No, I hope they make it because that's an automatic upset for me. No, I'm going to have them go really far, and I'm going to be completely wrong about it. No, they're going to play one of those, like, teams that are, like, really old and experienced, like a mid-major, and ju- that have played in the tournament before. Maybe one game. And Texas combined on the roster maybe has, like, two games in the fucking tournament. Maybe. That's a big maybe. If you combine well, no. each player's game. Yeah, I say Creighton was Bishop. Andrew Jones has one. Bishop year. has two, so that's three. And then Ramey has one, so. Still not Still a lot. lot. All right, we're done talking about Texas, but yeah. we'll move on to the Alabama Crimson Tide. They played Mississippi State, and they fucking lost. Uh, Alabama, they must just get homesick when they're on the road. I mean, I have no answers for these clowns when they leave the state of Alabama. But, I mean, no disrespect to Mississippi State, but Bama is just way better than this. And I know they just beat LSU tonight, but literally all the odds were against Will Wade and his team. And they, like, barely lost. I mean, Alabama barely won still at home and whatever. I mean, I I fucking – I want like it just sucks. I say it every week. I want to like Alabama so fucking bad, but I can't. I literally am forced not to. Yeah, no, going to, like going to this LSU game, then being favored was probably one of the easiest things like bets you could have made, and they end up not even covering when they should have because exactly. Like, you, there's no way in hell they should be favored against LSU. LSU coming off a loss at Arkansas, and Bama though coming off losing to literally the worst teams in ever to play basketball, Missouri. Like, and then Auburn, they lost to, obviously, in the Mississippi State. Mississippi's not a bad loss, but Mississippi State lost to Florida tonight at Florida without – um, what's his name? Castleton. Castleton. He didn't even play, and they lost uh, to Mississippi State. I bet on Florida tonight thinking Castleton was playing. Game comes on. He's not even in uniform. I was like, fuck, I'm dumb. That's a little L. No, they still ended up winning by, like, 10. <laughs> yeah, and Alabama – they're, like, that's not a bad loss, Mississippi State, it doesn't seem like, because they're, like, 14 and 3, I think. Like, or, tw- no, never mind, 13 and 4. So I don't even know. But 12 and 4. Yeah, you got you to gotta win that game. Because coming off two losses, Missouri's bad one. Auburn, obviously, is not a bad loss because it's Auburn. You're going to do that. But you got to win against Mississippi State. And I don't know what to think about Bama. Dude, Luke, like, it's just one of them teams, you know, they're, like we've always said, they're box of chocolates, like, I fucking hate him. I absolutely hate him. I it's Shackleford can't it. fucking shoot lately. I well, put 20 bucks on shooting from 90 feet behind the line, if you notice. Yes. <laughs> You're like, why don't you get a maybe, – maybe they should work on some mid-range shots. I don't know. Yeah, because well, obviously whatever they're doing right now is fucking not working because I put 20 bucks in this game. Wasn't the spread one and a half? 
think Alabama. I'm like, oh, cover that. It's Mississippi State. Yeah, it was one and a half. I remember that. I'm like, the fuck? Like, how – they were actually – they had this game for most – no, never mind. It was close. Like, they were yeah. about, like, four for most of the game, about the whole game, and all of a sudden just – Right at the end, just absolute plummet. Just fucking Alabama does Alabama and fucking loses. This is, 20 this bucks. is the thing about Bama. Like I have it right here. It says basketball games. Like is literally any level. Like you got to remember. It says right here. Number one, layups, free throws, scoring in the post keep you in every game. Two, mid range jumpers win you games. And too many threes, too many deep threes, and too many step back threes lose you games. They. It's like the epitome of why they lose they mid-range jumpers you can get good high quality mid-range shots like that's how basketball is played and you can that's easy buckets if you can't get to the rim every single time you just pull up little floater little mid-range shot that should easily go in your d1 college athletes guards like they should make that instead they're kicking it out every time and it worked tonight because oh my god lsu all they do is fucking jump they couldn't they could not Keep their fucking their feet. feet on the ground. They like the one thing you can't do is leave your feet. And I was losing my fucking marbles. But Alabama today should have won by fucking fifteen. The amount of wide open threes they missed. I mean, like LSU, their primer defense is actually spectacular. If you look at the, I mean, the rest of the season that they had. But this game, like Alabama, got so many wide open three pointers and just fucking didn't convert them. That's what I meant by it's hard to watch LSU. What I'm saying, too, is – or what I was going to say is I swear when Quinterly is launching up threes, like, that just can't be his game. When he attacks and then they – Alabama's so good at swinging the ball, finding the open shooter. Like, when he attacks, kicks it out, or even, like, creates his own shot, I think they're way fucking better off. Like, I mean, that's just my opinion. I mean, you guys can agree or disagree. I don't know, but – no, I'm with you. Like, if you look at Bama tonight, they shot 7 of 34. They yeah, At home, you should not shoot 7 of 34. And it doesn't Luke, matter. How many were, like, wide open? Like, they were – A lot. Exactly. Oh, my God. It was, Every I mean, shot they had. I was sweating. I'm like, I, at some time, these shots got to start falling. But then they were making, like, random-ass three-pointers, too, from, like, five feet behind the arc where I'm like, all right, what the fuck? Like, they're – getting the hard ones but they're making the easy one i mean missing the easy ones i was like yeah i know shackleford completely should have shit it like shit the bed this year like from what he started he used he was shooting like 40 percent or no 50 probably 60 percent oh, he was so fucking like. nuts it was unbelievable and now he's not good from three it's, i don't know i don't know uh i don't like watching them either because they can't hit the buck literally like you said every shot was open and every shot was open because you give them one pump fake, and yeah. there's at least two or three guys flying out at him jumping. It's ridiculous. But anyway, you guys basically covered it all. So, oh yeah, we kind of yeah, <laughs> about you, Logan. But Jesus we went Christ. on a tear there. I had other things to worry about there. I was getting really it's like I could go on and on about LSU. Not like, aren't you taught at like the youngest age? Exactly. Stay on your feet and close out. They don't know what a close out is. LSU doesn't. They don't. And I they're the best think. defense in the nation somehow. No, you I know, know that. Because <laughs> you know any, that Will Wade will win with the shape, though. Like, he'll get Yeah, I, I hope so. Anytime <laughs> they get into – because they're probably used to just keeping their guy in front. But once they once you beat them and kick it out once, like once guy, one guy's help and has to go, like, close out on the guy, their defense is just completely screwed because it's pump fake, drive, pump fake, drive, pump – it's just the worst thing ever. And oh my God, getting it offense rebounds. LSU gets offense, or the other team gets offense rebound. They're getting one pump fake, 
three guys around him jump up in the air, try to block it. I have one more thing to say. The only person on LCU that I despise is Efton Reed. He has the slowest feet ever. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but if there's a guard on – if he's guarding a guard, like he gets switched on the one, he's fucked. He chalking up his two points or three, it doesn't matter. He, I mean, just watching him with Quinterly, which, I mean, that's kind of unfair to – like he's the fastest guy yeah exactly but still i mean just how slow he is moving i don't know if it's just because clearly so fast but it's like i was unbelievably frustrated with him and then he fouls out i'm like get the fuck out of here i i don't know if he fouled out but he was in foul trouble whatever but i mean and then again tonight darius days 12 minutes because he got hurt and um the other one was obviously pinson's not playing so i i like Logan said, Logan, you said this one. I said it's not like that big of a loss when Gaines comes in, but when you, this is kind of the one game where you realize, and last game too, where he played his full game as a starter, and it's just not the same without Pinson. Right, and Gaines yeah. off the bench is fucking awesome. Like he'll yeah, give he you, gives like, you a, like he'll be a yeah. playmaker, but like when you watch him handle the ball, you're just not confident in him. Like he doesn't. He's very really slow. Yeah, like just. I don't know. He doesn't look like a point guard. I mean, it just yeah. looks like they gave the guard the ball and said, "Hey, here you go." And like, no, definitely a bench. Uh, yeah. Well, I think I think the way it works, it kind of is like it's definitely better when you have like Henson, like he's in there obviously because he's the better point guard, and then like Gaines coming off the bench because he's Gaines is obviously a scorer, spark plug. Yeah, and a really a good defender. Yeah, so those like guys coming ball. off the bench, like that's the perfect thing you want coming in off the bench. So obviously, yeah. that's like. It's big when you, like, have to put that bench guy. And I think that's kind of what, um, like, Auburn's doing with Wendell Green. Like, he comes in and just fucking electric. So, like, it's nice to bring one of them guys off the bench to, like, liven it up a bit and just go crazy. I know we've been talking about LCU for probably about, I don't know, three hours. But, all right, last thing I have to say is swear. Fudge, I mean, he's been playing, like, pretty fucking solid. I mean, they needed him lately, but that three-pointer he had today, what I literally started screaming laughing. I laughed so hard. It Like, he gets the ball at the top of the key, puts it up. I'm like, here we go, three-pointer. The worst brick I've seen in my life. He just hits a side, like, missed the rim, hit the, like, it was close to the rim, but it hit the backboard and just clanks right down. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, they must have turned the fucking wind on at Alabama because – did you remember that shot? No, I turned the game off for a little bit because <laughs> remember when I said it, uh, this is over, and then all of a sudden um, it's tied. I'm like, I'm not turning this back on, and then I turned it back on because Garrett came, Dave came out and wanted to watch it, so I was like, fuck it, fine, and then they lost. But anyway, once no, just another thing, Bama, they start losing in basketball, and just no one wants to show up to the games anymore. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. we're a football, like. We were really good, and then now that we suck, we're like, ah, we're just going to go order about football next yeah, year. Yeah, fuck it. Like, <laughs> there was a video I saw, like, 10 minutes before tip-off, and the student – like, that student section that you see on TV, that area, was packed. But then, like, she went around the whole stadium, and it was, like, empty. And then, like, when they showed the behind the baskets, there's, like, not many people there. I was like, just because your football team's that good and your fo- basketball team is struggling a little bit, you just can't show up to games anymore? Yeah. too freaking sad about losing in football. So they're just like, fuck it, we're staying home. Yeah. It's that Georgia hangover. But anyway. Uh, Kentucky just won by six, I think. Fuck. Well, whatever. Yeah, it was six. 
that's fine. At least they won. But anyway, Seton Hall, they had a really fucking bad week. They lost to Marquette and to Paul. I mean, both of these games were very close. I'll give them that. And they were both on the road. But if you're if you think you're gonna win the Big East losing to these middle to bottom level teams, you're just not going to. I mean, all right, I'll go over the DePaul game. Some guy named Jalen Terry, where the fuck that is, he dropped twenty eight. And then Tyree Samuel did literally nothing but commit fouls. And then they go to Marquette, and Tyree Samuel does the same fucking thing. If you look at Tyree, like, he plays really good minutes for Seton Hall. But in the, both these games, he literally, all he did was pick up fouls and then, like, not play. But, I mean, the finish, what I was going to say about Marquette, Tyler Kolick, you know, their point guard that I love, I compared him to Luke. Seven assists, two steals, two points. I mean, two points. But he had, but this guy drops dimes like it's fucking nothing. He I trust the game. I just thought I'd bring him up because if you guys ever watch Marquette, watch this guy play basketball. It is amazing. You know, he controls the game so well. Like, oh, it's beautiful. Basketball. Obviously, he doesn't fill the stat sheet, but yeah, he just controls the game so well. And like, you, you, you just said their stat from the other when they played, see, or whoever they just played. Or you just said tonight. Wait, what do you mean? Talking about DePaul? Oh, no. That's, um, that's Marquette. A, that's are we on – who are we talking about? Are we talking about Marquette Bill or Seton Hall? Seton Hall. Hall. Okay. I just saw you brought up um, Marquette. But, yeah, Seton Hall, I mean, they need – yeah, that's bad loss. At Marquette's not a bad loss, but well, – Well, DePaul, yeah, like, too. No, I said at DePaul is bad. But oh, okay. All right. At Marquette's not. Um, yeah, I mean, this, but still, like, Seton Hall, they're right there with Villanova. Like, his teams who should be leading this Big East. And yeah, losing to these two teams like that just can't fucking happen. Yeah, this big no, East is gonna, it's so gonna be a battle to the end. You go, Luke. I was no, just gonna say it's gonna be a battle to the end of the season with the conference. That's all. I, that's all I had to say. Oh no, this game fucking pissed me off though. The Seton Hall to Paul, it was like seven, the spread was like seven and a half, I think, and I bet on it. It was like my first, second day betting, and I was like, oh, I'm already two and zero. Oh. No, this is gonna be three and zero. Oh. I'm like, this cakewalk. Luke always says, like, fucking DePaul. Like, he always says it. <laughs> yeah, he makes fun of DePaul all the time. And I did, too. I'm like, it's DePaul. Like, what's the worst I could have when I've been? It's like, they're not going to – there's no shot. And then they give up 96 to fucking DePaul. 96 points. I've lost so much respect for Seton Hall. Like, Look up. I liked him for I liked him for a while. But, dude, giving up 96 to DePaul. At one point, DePaul was 9-0. No. and 0. They're now 10-6. and 6. Exactly. It's like – you give, especially giving them 96, there's no fucking way. Look at DePaul, though. That Jalen Terry guy, like, look at their team stats. The big guy? Is that who it is? I think he's a guard. But he no, he's came out of the woodwork and dropped oh, my 28. Oh, the Freeman Liberty guy is a beast. Oh, he's only 6'4". Freeman six, Liberty. 6'4"? He's a beast. But, I mean, that's Watch what him. I mean, like Jalen Terry, of all people. Drops twenty eight, whatever. I Logan. we gotta stop talking about these fucking. Wait, just, one more, Logan. Look at you have the Ken Palm up. Look at uh, yep. their offensive rating. That like offensive rating, the balls. Yeah. What? Where are they ranked at? Eighty five, like efficiency. It's not terrible. Yeah. Because like you look at their yeah. box scores, twenty one, like our stats this year, twenty one, sixteen, eleven, nine, nine, seven, seven. Like that's pretty. That's pretty good for college. Yeah, I mean that's not bad, but still. Boring. But Seton Hall. It's DePaul. You. Seton Hall shouldn't lose to DePaul. Fuck you, Seton Hall. God, that pissed me off. That uh, I think this is my last game. 
Villanova versus Xavier. Villanova wins. Villanova has not lost since December 17th, and they're winning games with pretty fucking sizable leads. If you're wondering if Nova picked up depth, well, nope, they did it, but they're fucking winning. And uh, Xavier, on the other hand, they just can't beat Villanova. I think Xavier, they lost to Villanova twice now, and then they lost to, like, who, Ohio State or something? Like, but other than that, I mean, I fucking hate Xavier, but. Xavier's about to lose to DePaul right now. They are going to lose that? Good. I saw that game. Fuck Xavier. I really, never mind. There's six minutes left. They're down six, but. Oh, yeah. You're bad. No, um. Yeah, well, I mean, we were talking about how hot they are right now and, like, really destroying everybody, but then they just lost tonight. Uh, Nova did. Oh, did they? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. they lost to Marquette. Oh, yeah, no, like, Marquette, yeah. yeah. I mean, but that Kolek, that's, this is the game I was talking about tonight. He had five rebounds, six assists, three points. He took six shots. But gets the job done. Like, that's but what watch got. him play, and you'll be like, he's like a – Draymond, but a point guard, like he just—he's such a good player. Like he makes everybody else better. I think it's Justin Lewis. I think he is. Yeah, he's their top no. player. Yeah, and then Cam Jones is really good too. Uh, I think he's like a sophomore. So yeah, they—they they have a good team. Marquette does. It's like they—they they started off so hot. I know we were talking about Villanova. Now we're talking about Marquette. <laughs> Marquette was so hot to start the year, and then like everyone's like, okay, they'll—they'll they'll come down to earth. They did, and now they're just back to playing really well. Dude, I. I'm surprised how we were talking about Marquette so much because I I haven't watched a single Marquette game all year. I I'll love Marquette. I I'm a Marquette fan actually. I have a flag right next to me, but I I have not watched Marquette play a single fucking second this year because it's one of them teams where I'm just like, oh, it's Marquette. There's a chance of an upset there, and now they're like actually beating teams, and it is just shocking me in every way. I just I don't understand it. I need to watch him, though, because apparently you said their point guard is fucking nuts. Well, he's not he's just nuts. He's, he's just a guy like, that just gets it done. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he's like – guys are great to watch. He's like – looks like, I don't know, just normal white dude who makes insane passes and, like, knows his role. And I don't know. I thought, but anyway, we got to keep moving. Um, okay, we already talked about all these games that we had today. So, we'll go on upcoming games. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Big slate. Here we go. Purdue at Indiana. Indiana's nails at home, but I fucking love Purdue. I'm taking Purdue. Oh, wait. What What'd you say? Indiana. Purdue, Indiana. Purdue at Indiana. At yeah. Indiana. Indiana at home doesn't lose. Yeah. It's like I, Rutgers. It's a, all right. it's, a, it's a battle of Indiana pretty much in basketball because you're not going to count the other fucking schools. Yeah, I'll take Indiana. That crowd's going to be fucking wicked. Yeah, and okay. – um. It Rucker, it's they're, they're like Rutgers, and Rutgers just beat Iowa tonight by two. Cool. They did beat Iowa. Yeah. I was yeah, twenty six in the AP poll too. We needed this one. That would have been big. That would have got you in the rankings of all the teams are fucking losing. Anyway, uh, I'm taking Indiana because I don't like Purdue right now, and I want to see them lose. So it, 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 when a team when a teams are home and they're underdogs, it's so much fun to you. You want to root for them, and you got it. I've made so it. many mistakes picking the op, picking the away team this year. I can't do it again. Next game we have Michigan State at Wisconsin. Until Wisconsin starts losing, I can't go against them. I mean, hopefully this is like the curse because I keep taking teams that are playing against Wisconsin because I think it's going to end. And maybe if I pick them now, it'll do the opposite. So I'm taking Wisconsin. 
Yeah, I mean, I like Wisconsin. You like when a team's this hot, you just ride them. It's that simple. So I like, I like Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. Enough said. Uh, Kentucky versus Auburn. Thank God Kentucky won today because I'm riding the fucking, I'm riding the hell out of the Tigers until the wheels fall off, baby. This place is gonna be fucking. Oh rocking. my God! Fire! This is, their, this is easily the best game they they have all year. Like so, up till this point, at home too, you get them. Kentucky. Oh, yeah. This is gonna be great. This. What day is this on? Saturday. Saturday. Twelve let's o'clock. Get, let's get loaded. Twelve <laughs> o'clock. Let's fucking go! I can't wait. But War Eagle. I this I'm gonna it's gonna be so much fun watching them beat the fuck out of Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> That's a ninja. Anyway, if you think you're gonna listen to this podcast and think any of us are gonna pick against Auburn, you're fucking you're wrong. That is three and oh Auburn. We're all taking Auburn. There's I don't think we'll ever say Auburn's gonna lose. Even Never. if they go on like a four game win streak, we'll all still say Auburn. Never it's say be Auburn die every time. Never I don't care. Die. Even if they're playing the fucking Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis. I'm taking Auburn. <laughs> I'm taking Auburn. Kester would lock him up. The thing with the Bucks though is get in there. The, thing the Bucks is they don't have a top three draft pick. Exactly. Like, and Auburn and they does. They don't have a junkyard dog. They don't have a junkyard dog. Is Auburn has a top three have pick. Bruce Pearl or Mike Budenholzer. Mike Budenholzer. Budenholzer would have lost his job if it wasn't for KD. Thank uh, you. Foot on the line. So hey, thank yeah. you, Bruce Pearl. Anyway, moving on. Baylor at Oklahoma. If Flagler shows up, I'm all in on Baylor. But if he doesn't, that's tough sliding. He's Oklahoma's a bitch at home. Uh, I mean, Logan said that Baylor's going to have one of these games at Oklahoma. But they already got their losses out of the way. I'm taking Baylor. Fuck it. They're better team I like Baylor. Team. I like Baylor, too. Yeah, I did say Oklahoma beat them. But I'm to the point where I don't want to see Baylor lose again. But if Akinjo's out, I wouldn't be surprised if Oklahoma wins this game. Because Akinjo yeah. is the only person on the team that knows how to pass the ball. So, like, he's the only person that, like, yeah, I guess get assists. I'm but, like, yeah, it depends on that. But Yeah, because, like, he leads the Big 12 in assists right now. It's only, like, five or six, but still. But I'm still taking Baylor. It'll be obviously a lot tougher if Akinjo's out. But Next game we have Kansas at Kansas State. Can't believe I put this game on our thing. But, I mean, it's a battle of Kansas. Uh, I'm going to take – Bill Self, he owns the state. He's going to own these fuckers in their building. I'm taking Kansas. Oh, uh, yeah, give me Kansas. I I don't know why the hell this is on there either. Well, because Kansas State just beat Texas Tech, and um, they just beat somebody else too. Really good team. Uh, yeah, they brought it up earlier. A little, little in-state rival, your home too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's going to be a pretty great game. It's going to be a fun one. They beat Texas. Ooh. Yeah, they did. Back oh, to bad. yeah. <laughs> My bad. Oh, they yeah. That, then I was, that was, I was right. That's what I was trying to say earlier. But I didn't think Texas played Kansas State. But, yeah, the only quad one win that Texas has is against K-State because K-State beat them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in the quad one. Okay, yeah. That's what I was trying to say. I didn't, I didn't think they played K-State, though. Okay, yeah. Dude, literally, though, Kansas State has Texas Tech, Texas, Kansas, and Baylor all in a row. That's fucking hell. But anyway, I'm taking – They got two of them, though. They beat two of them. No, did anybody ever think Kansas State would come out of the game split? Here's they'd the thing. Come out of the game, they come out of that stretch at 500. Nobody Here's the thing. That. How many games is there? How many games is that? Tell me, like – What do you mean? That's four games in a row. What do you mean? That's four in a row? 
I said, um, so Iowa State went two and four in their tough stretch. K-State's already got two. They're about to go two and two because they play Ole Miss and Oklahoma State to fill in for – yeah, never mind. (laughs) But anyway, I'm taking Kansas every time against a team like this. No doubt. My favorite thing about Kansas State is that when they're on TV, you kind of, like, got to double look to make sure that they're not Northwestern or TCU. And you're just like, oh, okay. You're like, All those teams are the same. Yourself. Yeah, they're the exact same. <laughs> they're all just average wannabes. Yeah. But anyway, LSU, they're playing at Tennessee. Tennessee is favored, but Fulgerson is going to shit his pants versus defense like he did the last time. LSU, give me them. Oh, I'm picking LSU, no doubt about it. But LSU needs to get their fucking heads out of their ass and start playing good basketball again. Tennessee is yeah. playing worse, though, so, I mean, it's – well, it's because Fulgerson's a fucking terrible basketball player. <laughs> I can't – I hate Tennessee and LSU. I think LSU's kind of turning into a box of chalkers, guys, honestly. No, they're, they're – they didn't have Darius Dace. They had Darius Dace for 12 minutes. They didn't have Pinson at all, and they lost by three at Bama. Exactly. Without Pinson, we should say. And because right twice, now they like, there was two times that game where it should have been tonight where it should have been – Bama by 20, but LSU came back twice to make it a game. Yeah, I'm still road. taking LSU because I love them. So, LSU yeah. easily. You know how many points Fulkerson had the last time they played LSU? Like four? Three. Ah, oh, close. Yeah. But anyway, a couple more games here. Xavier at Marquette. Marquette all day. Fuck Fuck you, Xavier. Every school to ever be named Xavier can suck the bottom of my balls. Give me Boom Shakalaka and J. Lou at home. Marquette by a billion. Yeah, give me Marquette. Um, I, Xavier, I I was Xavier guy too, but yeah, I'm gonna ride with Marquette. I mean, that's what we're doing. They're and they're playing really well. Marquette, baby, hundred percent. I'm gonna watch that game too and find out what all this hype's about. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's all on your to-do list this weekend. But on anyway, Sunday, Logan. So what? Perfect. It's on Sunday. So yeah, what am I gonna do on Sunday besides sit on my couch? That is the greatest statement of all time. What else am I gonna do on Sunday? <laughs> sit on my couch. Anyway, the next game: Texas Tech at Kansas. Kansas at the Field House. It's called the Field House because they do work in there. I'm taking Kansas. Yeah, give me Kansas. Uh, every time Kansas is home and you have a chance to take them, you take them. You're going to win more times than that. I'm sorry, I missed it. Who are they playing? Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Oh, Kansas. I'm taking Kansas. Texas Tech, like, look, he has, like, one of the best defenses I, in the oh, country. Oh, it is though. pretty fucking Oh, they are. Fun. They're, like, they're top, I think, 10, I think, in defense, I believe. It's a size, man. Anyway. <laughs> Michigan State at Illinois. Illinois by, uh, I don't know, 30 million. Carbello, Plumber, and Colburn. That's all I got to say. Alternate spread this thing. Illinois by at least 20. I think yep. they're destroy. This is, is this Kofi's first game back from that loss? Uh, um, no, that doesn't count. This is the first big game after a loss at Purdue, and he had 10 points. He's going to probably have a million. Oh, yeah. He's going to combine the next two games. He's going to go have a heyday. All that – Anger he built up from getting ruined by Edie. He's just going to fucking flush it right down Michigan State's face. Yeah, I'm going Illinois. There's no – it's not a wrong pick. It's 100% a right pick, so I'm taking Illinois. Don't overthink it. No. Uh, 
This next game I have up, I was about to delete it, but Texas at TCU. Um, horns up, but these horns are for the frogs. TCU recruits revenge game. God's on our side. Go frogs. Yeah, and this is this is what if you're a TCU fan, this is like the only game that matters. Like, cause yep. Texas is the biggest fucking program in all like all sports almost like across the board, like money wise, just so I don't like I don't know, brand wise. They are a brand, they're not a team. This is TCU's time to shine. It's not it's not like they're a Texas Tech or a Baylor who is really good too. This you get Texas at home, this is gonna be an awesome game. Give me TCU. Fuck it, horn frogs, let's go. I am taking Texas. Fade, uh, Joe, both of us. us both fade Texas for the rest of the year. Yeah. This is what they do, right? We're on Zoom, uh, by the way, for our they listeners. Is this what they do? <laughs> like the horn frogs do a little thing with their hands. They do but... something weird. No. I... Like, I'm trying I don't to know. Maybe this. I'll find it. Maybe it's like. I don't know. We're throwing up like college gang signs right now. I guess. Yeah. Oh, maybe. No, they do. Is this what you're doing? I was doing. Oh, oh they do it with their two this. fingers. All it's right. This. Funny ears. I Four guess. Frogs, baby. That's about as dumb as you and I saying whatever. <laughs> What's you and I's? <laughs> Luke Charm. You and I fight. <laughs> that is. All right. Wow. Let's go. All right. We only got a we couple of left. Arizona at UCLA. UCLA at home. I just moved to LA. I go to UCLA and I drive a Maserati because I got a body. Take UCLA. There's no home court in the in California anymore. Give me Arizona no, by a hundred. Give Benedict Matherin is absolutely unbelievable, and I want to take Arizona, but like I came into the season saying, you know what, UCLA, they're my guys, and taking them. And I think whatever. I, I can't remember. I think I picked UCLA to win the conference though, but who gives a shit? I'm taking Pope Benedict the 16th. He is going to absolutely fucking destroy UCLA. Yep. Oh, yeah. Benedict Matherin is a fucking bucket. I love him so much. But What number is he? Does anybody know what number he is? Is it zero, I think. Ten's not. Maybe not. Maybe. Oh, I hope it's not zero. zero. I want to call Benedict? him Pope Benedict. Benedict. I'm pretty sure he's zero. Just go to the uh, next day. Zero, yeah. Oh, attaboy, Luke. Damn it. Pope Benedict the zeroth. Anyway, the next game we have. So is Castleton back for Florida? Great question. Uh, see, I don't know what his injury was. I didn't hear what it was, but well, anyway, Florida's playing at Tennessee. If Castleton's back, then I guess flip a coin. But if Castleton's not back, then I'm taking Tennessee. Yeah, uh, I like Tennessee at home, but I mean. Florida, it you look at their record, it's not as bad as it seems. Like look at like legitimately look at their losses. It it sucks who they have played, but no, I like uh Tennessee though for this one. Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee. I don't really want to overthink this one at all. Then my last game, Providence is going to Xavier. Providence, fuck it. Fuck Xavier specifically. When was the last time Providence even played? I don't even remember them, but yeah, uh, I, I like I like Xavier at home. Uh Paul Scruggs is probably have the game of his fucking life because I love that guy. Not Speaking on uh, Durham. I think that's his name for – I think I only know two players on Providence, and it's Durham and Watson, obviously. But yeah, whatever, I love Providence. 
Speaking of Xavier, they only have one right now with a minute left. Oh, yeah, Paul. Fucking trash. Yeah, I'm going to take Providence just because I hate Xavier. Thank you. Thank you, Logan. But anyway, I think that wraps up everything. Unless you guys got anything else you'd like to talk about. Uh, I have I have an idea that I'd like to propose to you guys. I think so this is what – obviously, the lines aren't out for Saturday. But Saturday, we each pick our favorite game, parlay. Locker oh, yeah. room guys parlay. <laughs> I'm so down for that. Um. Yeah, I mean – we might as well. I mean, it might be kind of hard, but Saturday slate's big as shit. So, yeah, I'll do that. Maybe, or unless we do like a Saturday, like a weekend thing. Yeah, but I mean, you, you should have the lines out no, for no, Sunday games by Saturday. We have to do it on Saturday because when the boys are all together, we all invest yeah. in one thing, which is terrible karma. I mean, we are terrible at like putting our heads together, but we also have a bunch of dickhead friends who. <laughs> don't know shit about gaming, so I don't know. We'll, we'll, and we'll put it. it out, Us three will be fine. We'll put it in the um on the Instagram. So speak. Going back to this Auburn Kentucky game, you know what the tickets are as low as right now? Give me a guess. Take a guess. Um, I think whatever you're gonna say means that we're gonna be driving to Auburn this weekend. Give me a number. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say lowest. Yeah, uh, tickets as low as blank. One thousand dollars. No, five sixty three, four eighty nine. Oh shit! And that's Saturday. It's only Wednesday right now. Like it's sold out. Uh, we're not going to Auburn because that's a lot. That's out of my price range. Because those are no. I wish that was. I wish that was in Maybe we can go to Kentucky, Auburn. Like Kentucky. Yeah. 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 But anyway. Okay, last thing you want to say. I hate to bring it up at the end of the episode because I don't know many people are going to last this long. But um, the travel rule, you know, like when you have the ball in your hands, like it just gets past you, then you like take a step down and dribble. I want to snap a, a ref's neck every time it happens because I feel like it's not either called consistently enough or it happens in like the worst times possible or they call it every time it happens. And then it's just like, Oh my God, just fucking let them play. What do you guys think about that rule? Cause I want to fucking tear all my hair out when it happens. Say it again. What rule? Like when you get the ball past you, then you like take a step and then dribble and it's a walk, you know? Yeah. That, it's no, I know what the you most mean. annoying fucking thing in college basketball. I mean, in basketball in general, but I doubt they call it in the NBA. Yeah, no, they, it's high school too. Like Logan knows that, and it, yeah, it's it's tough because it's it's just guys they move so they move too quick. That's the thing. They speed up and then they just call it. It's I don't even know how they see it. I know because I don't like they just blow their whistle. I'm like, what the fuck now? And then like when they're consistent at calling it too, so many people do it. It's like, oh my god, just fucking let them play. Wait, do you mean like? When they're like about to like catch it like as a jump stop, and then they kind of like switch their feet and go. It's like Logan. It's like uh, Patty against Solon. Remember he, a lot of travels. He no, like he early in the game he caught it and like would go right away. Oh, like, you have the ball. You take a step and then you dribble. Like hang on, Luke's about to give me the demonstration here because like coming up the floor, you get in the ball. You just like you catch it and like go right away. You know they call that a travel because you're going too fast. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It depends, like, if you do it fast enough, you can't they won't see, see it. it. 
But, like, if you do it kind of where you pause a little bit, they'll catch it. But if you do it fast enough, they won't see it. You got to do yeah, it fast a, enough. Sorry about that audio there. That was my chair. I totally forgot we were, like, recording or whatever. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on the pace you do it at is how they call it. Or if yeah. refs just, like, think they want to – like, the fans are yelling travel. They'll call it the next time. Well, all right. I, think I do we, want to say this one more time. One more thing here. Um, I bet Virginia Pitt. I bet they're under tonight, and it didn't hit. It was one sixteen. I know that's low, but both teams in offensive efficiency are like in the three hundreds, and defense they're both in the top one hundred. <laughs> and it. I mean, it I'm like, that this is, is the <laughs> this is the biggest lock ever. Like these are the two worst offensive teams versus the two at like the one, better at one thirteen. Hey, I mean bet low under tempo. Like it's like yeah, look at their yeah. just after this, you two just go look at their tempo and like average possession length. Um Virginia's average on offense is three fifty four and then Pitts is three thirty two. It's like and then like when teams are playing against their Pitts defense is 327th and Virginia's is 358. That's literally the worst in the country. Anyway, just this had to is, rant there. This is, this is kind of funny to look at all their stats and shit. This How bad they are? Yeah, I mean, their offense is 109 and then their defense is like, Virginia's defense is 63, but. Oh, you want to talk about bullshit? I bet on you and I today because we're like, oh, they're playing Vasparillo or whatever, and they absolutely whooped them a new ass the last time they played. AJ Green doesn't play today. Vasparillo. Like, well, nobody, nobody reports that That's what it is. Whatever. But because that'll be probably the last time I ever talk about them. But you and I, nobody's fucking reporting, oh, AJ Green's out, but he just didn't fucking play. Like, <laughs> Noah, Noah Carter scores 28, which shout out Noah. You went to school, like, in our county. But, like, holy fuck. A.J. Yeah. Green just – like, the one day ever that I bet on you and I, oh, A.J. Green's out. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, had a bad, I had a bad night tonight, I think. Uh, oh, I did really I bad. I went five and six on Saturday, and tonight I think it wasn't great either. It wasn't, like – like, five and six, not bad, but it was still minus two units. No, dude, Luke, I, on Saturday, I was four for seven, and I lost, I think, I'm pretty sure I lost 40 or 30 bucks, maybe. I think it was 40. <laughs> it was a horrible day. I had a bad that night That was when everybody was getting upset, and I was like, you fucking kidding me. Oh, yeah. Like, just these past two weeks, if you, like, really just went into it, and you're, like, taking, like, favored team spreads, like, oh, fuck, good luck with that, but... I mean, I'm, like, staying pretty good afloat, so, like, I'm not really worried about it. I mean, I know shit will figure itself out. Okay, I, okay, I went three and four tonight. It just felt worse. Because when, when you're watching games and you just, like, there's games that, like, are – like, I had Villanova, for example, and that was a – they were losing all game. They had them 14. I had the whole one. There was another one. It was – um. Uh, St. John's, I had them plus three. They lost by 30. Oh, yeah, they got fucking so, so, like And then, like, LSU, I had their money line. They covered. But it's games like that where it's like they have no shot. And even Kentucky. So, every game I lost, it felt like I had no shot. So, it feels like you're just doing way worse than what you are. And then you just sneak a couple wins in, and that helps. But I'm telling you, though, if you want to win a game, bet on Wake Forest. They've, win, they've won me at least 40 bucks now. Auburn's, give you up, right. Auburn's up by 23 right now with – or 24 right now with a minute left. There's 27. What you bet on that game? Eight and five against the spread, though. Not, not when I'm betting on them, though. 
saying. I got no, Auburn, 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 we need them to cover again because they're like really fucking good. I didn't bet on them tonight. 20 and a half. <clears throat> Auburn's it nine points. Right, it was 27, I think. No. 27? No. No, Luke. It was like I 21. think it was like 21. 22. 22. Okay. Right, well, they're up by 23. All right. Well, we got to end this podcast. Um, we started at. <laughs> I don't listen to this part, anyways, but. We started at 8.15, and I think we're hour and 45 minutes in. But, it's just uh, us talking a little long right episode. But, yeah, uh, yeah, this part doesn't really matter. But, anyway, thanks for listening. Tune in the next week. Uh, take it easy. All is tipped. There you are. You're living for your life. You're a shooting star. All those years, no one knows just how hard you work. But now it shows that one shining moment you reached deep inside. In one shining moment, you knew you were alive. Feel the beat of your heart. The wind in your face is more than a contest. It's more than a race.